anxiety. There's there's uh, mild anxiety, moderate, and severe. And in a given circumstance, we all have dealt with mild anxiety. Um, but the question is whether or not it's more severe. And this will give you an idea of whether or not you're experiencing that. The great thing about it is not only does it just kind of leave you with this information that, yeah, I've got moderate anxiety, so now what? It leaves you with some great resources. So you can now click down and let's say you're dealing with difficulty with sleeping in conjunction with your anxiety. Well, it, it takes you to this great resource now. So now, and not only did it give you this great opportunity to kind of assess and see whether or not you're actually dealing with uh, a legitimate mental health issue, but it also gives you resources. It's a great podcast. It's going to talk to you about some different coping skills. They're going to give you some psychoeducation, basically giving you some information about understanding why you can't sleep. And then they're going to give you some great coping skills down here. You know, how, do you, how can you improve your sleep? So this or we can make available to UBR if you, um, uh, so if you, if you all are interested in receiving that, we can definitely do that. But again, it just goes, it just highlights the importance of what Dr. Evans just mentioned in terms of the, the analysis, kind of keeping a, a check on yourself. Like we do, we do checks with our cars, we take them in, how is it running? <laughs> we do that, uh, we, we, we are often um, doing checks on things and appliances and things in our home. Our mental health is something that we also need to get in the habit of kind of assessing, how am I doing? I wanna jump in. I saw a couple of um, questions while you were okay. speaking there. Thank you for showing us that resource, Veronica, but I wanna let you know too, at the end, we're gonna tell you how you can reach out to us. It looked like a couple of you said you had to hop on another Zoom, but we will have all of the information. I know that this is gonna be recorded and we will have access to all of our information so that you will know how to reach out to us um, should you wanna do that in the future. So the next one I wanna talk about is, uh, I'm sorry? No, I said great. Okay, good deal. The next thing I want to talk about is being more proactive versus reactive. Um, anyone can raise their hand saying, you know, I've been more reactive from time to time. Maybe it's dealing with, you know, disgruntled coworker or uh, frustration with a child or spouse or family member. Can anyone relate to maybe being more reactive than, than proactive? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm few of you there. So I, the kind of the motto I use is you can't build a storm shelter in the middle of a storm. And so you have to be prepared before the crisis hits. And too often we say everything's hunky-dory, we're doing well, life is grand, and then all of a sudden a, a boulder comes across us and we don't have the tools in place to be able to appropriately manage that anxiety and that distress that we're experiencing. So it's really important that we recognize those triggers. What's causing the anxiety? What's going on? Am I noticing heart palpitations? Am I isolating more? And do I have an increased level of fear? And if those things are happening, I need to then be, be able to begin using those tools that are in my toolbox to challenge those negative beliefs that come up. Yeah. And, and one thing in, in conjunction with that is it's really going to be important particularly in this season where we're, we're so heavily consuming media way more than, than we would have before. Like we're watching news, we're consuming much more uh, social media. It's going to be careful. It's going to be important that we're mindful of, of 
the news and the social media that we're consuming because that has a negative impact on our, our mental health and our perception of our future. It increases our likelihood to be worried and anxious when we're watching the news and all you hear is doom and gloom and, and 7,000 people died today. And, and those are things that, that obviously they're important to know. These are facts. So you don't necessarily want to put your head in the sand, but at the same time, you need to be aware. You need to be kind of listening to yourself. Do I need to back away from um, the news today? Uh, and a great way of kind of observing that, doing kind of a self-analysis on that is, how do you feel after you consume social media or the news? Like after you've spent two hours watching the news, kind of li listen to yourself and talk, talk to yourself. How are you feeling now? Do you feel encouraged, invigorated? Do you feel like this, I, I can conquer the world? Or, or do you feel more depressed? And kind of when you do that, uh, that evaluation, it kind of helps you let you know whether or not you need to kind of cut down on that, that consumption of that media. And that takes me to the next tip that I think can really be helpful that you can practice every day. It's something I've utilized for quite a long time and it's practice, practicing the art of gratitude. Just having an attitude of gratitude, what it does, it shifts your focus into a different direction. And so every morning, the minute I'm cognitively aware and awake, I begin to out loud speak things that I am thankful for. And sometimes you look around, and you're like, gosh, what, what can I possibly be thankful for? Um, but for me, it's, you know, I, I'm so thankful for my family, for the, my support system, the things that I have around me, but also I'm thankful for a sound mind. I'm thankful for contentment. I'm thankful for physical health. I'm thankful for the ability to be creative. Um, I, I love what the, um, the lady said earlier about, you know, I'm in the midst of trying to learn how to do the Zoom and how to do Facebook Live and how to create all of these, um, you know, self-help videos. And you have utilized some really creative skill sets that you have to work to your advantage and to also positively influence those around you. So be in a mindset of really finding yourself trying to, to practice that art of gratitude. Yeah. And one other thing that's really important. Okay, great. Here's another one. Have you used telehealth services during COVID-19? So yes or no, if you've used telehealth services during COVID-19. Um, we'll share, I think, a little bit about um, Anticipate Joy, which is a telehealth uh, platform. And it's a convenient way. As a matter of fact, it may be the only way that, that the majority of people are, are seeking treatment through um, mental health providers. So getting the help via online in the convenience of your own home, it is um, much more accepted now and um, it's available. One of the things that we want to make sure that you're aware of is it's going to be important for you to just get through the day. You know, um, so often we're, we're future focused people. You know, we're, we're thinking about what we're going to do in 10 years, five years. We're going to think thinking about what we're going to do when we graduate, when our business excels to a, a certain level. And in this time, in the pandemic, it might be more useful for us to be more focused on our present and not let ourselves get too far in the future because there's so much that's uncertain about the things that are going on in our world that it could create some worrying for us. 
So just get through the day and you do that by really kind of shifting your focus. The shifting your focus is kind of our mantra at Anticipate Joy. And that's just because we believe that no matter what the circumstance is, no matter how bad it is, we believe that if you are able to just reorient yourself to a different vantage point, then that problem looks a little different. And that's all you need sometimes to relieve some of the, the, the pain, the, the sadness or the anxiety with what you're dealing with. Another activity that I think is something that we we set these really lofty goals. You know, we start January 1, we're going to accomplish this. We're going to lose 60 pounds. We're going to become CEO of Fortune 500 company, whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes these are not realistic goals. So it's really important that we're practicing short-term realistic goals that we can accomplish, just like you mentioned, maybe today. What can I get done today? What can I get off my checklist? And what happens is if you begin to accomplish short-term goals and don't set such lofty goals that set yourself up for failure, what begins to happen is you find yourself increasing your confidence and giving you that boost self-efficacy that you need to be able to accomplish greater goals that are going that are in your life and that are things that you want to pursue. Um, so just be mindful that there's something I really want to accomplish, something I really want to do. Sometimes you may not even have the ability or access to do it now, but if you are prepared out of season, then when the time comes for you to get that promotion or when the time comes for you to move into that position, you will have already been prepared because you've laid the foundation and the work needed beforehand to prepare you for the things that are coming in front of you. Ladies, I just want to jump in here real quick and remind everybody that we are on Facebook Live. They can go to Veteran Women SEC at Veteran Women SEC. That's our Facebook page. I think some people may have had difficulty getting in. We had 48 people register for this evening. And so I want to make sure that those that are not on Zoom know that they can find us on um, Facebook Live. Um, I don't know how to re-invite people, but I do think there must be some difficulty because I know a number of the people that signed up and I don't see them here. So please share, we are on Facebook Live and they can follow us there. And then if, if people are on Facebook Live and they're having problems, please let us know so we can try to fix it. If you tried to get on and you couldn't get on, uh, please send us a message so we can try and fix that for future events. Thank you, VR. Go ahead, ladies. I did just want to put that out there. Well, we appreciate <laughs> so you. Are, we're we're glad you did. Win, yeah, that's good. So, so one um, one additional skill we kind of want to talk about is being okay with not being okay. Um, the reality is that oftentimes when we feel negative feelings, whether or not those feelings are sadness, grief. Um, they are um, feelings related to trauma, whatever those feelings are that are negative, we tend to have this desire to kind of shift quickly away from it and engage in sometimes maybe negative behaviors to numb or distract ourselves from the pain, whether or not that be binge eating or substance abuse or any number of uh, other unhealthy behaviors. The reason why people are, are doing that is because they haven't become okay with not being okay. And they're trying to remove themselves from that, that unpleasant feeling that they might be experiencing. And the reality is 
that oftentimes turning to those unhealthy behaviors makes matters worse. Um, and so we kind of want to adopt this idea that uh, it's okay that I'm, I'm feeling sad today. And maybe it's okay that I'm feeling sad and I don't even know why I'm feeling sad. I don't even know what's causing me to feel this way and I can't put my finger on it, uh, but that's okay. I'm gonna muddle through the day the best that I can. I'm gonna engage in maybe some positive coping and self-care to try to help change the tide of the way that I'm feeling. Um, and, and so try to avoid using some of the negative coping skills to kind of remove yourself from that. And, and even though we're talking about trying not to completely distract yourself with negative coping, I'm excited to kind of share with you a positive way that you can distract yourself from any negative feelings that you might be experiencing. And, and that is by grounding, okay? So grounding is this awesome too. I, I used to love really teaching this to my ladies in my trauma groups when I was working with them. I did uh, work with the Federal Prison for Women and oftentimes was working with uh, women who were uh, in a trauma group. So I was over that. And one of the things that I used to love doing is teaching a skill. And that's because it's a great tool that you can utilize at any time, whether or not you're in a boardroom meeting or you're, in, um, you're at home, you have the ability to use this skill and nobody even knows that you're doing it. So one of the ways that we can ground really simply is by just observing your environment and naming the colors that you see. So if I were to observe the environment that I'm currently in, I would say to myself, red, black, cream, yellow, blue, green. Those are colors that I'm observing in my environment. Another way to do that is um, to maybe look at, if, uh, look at your environment and now why don't you observe the letters or the words that are surrounding you? Um, so if I were to do that in the environment that I'm in, I would, I see joy, I see anticipate, um, and, and maybe even I can attend closer to the letters. I see J, I see O, I see Y, and attending to that. One other way that's really great is mindful eating. We call it mindfulness, and uh, one of the things that is really helpful is if you're attending to what you're eating in every sense of the word. So let's say you take a bite of something. That means you're going to notice what does it taste like? What does it smell like? What's the temperature? What's the taste? And the reason why these uh, strategies are really, really helpful is because if you notice one common trend in all of them is that they remove you from the, how you're feeling inside to what's going on outside. So it shifts your focus from how you're feeling to what do you notice in your external environment. And when you do that, then that gives you enough space away from the feeling that you're dealing with so that it can create some relief. And that's a positive way of kind of distracting yourself from any negative feelings that you might be having. And in case you forget any of those specific examples that she gave you, really kind of think about your five senses. So what am I seeing? What am I smelling? What am I tasting? What am I feeling? What am I hearing? Any of those activities can help provide a grounding technique to reduce some of the distress that you're experiencing without engaging in some type of self-harming behavior. Because sometimes we are so quick when we are feeling emotional or anxious or overwhelmed to binge eat 
or perhaps engage in an illegal substance or um, to do an activity that we know is not really promoting positive self-care in our lives. And so I would like to ask you, what are you doing to maintain a healthy lifestyle? We've heard some great things already today of how people have found a new sense of normal. And I really appreciate you sharing, but wanted to just open it up again to see if anyone else wanted to discuss a positive way that they're ma maintaining a healthy lifestyle. I think spirituality is key. Um, being grounded in whatever it is that you believe in, um, leaning on that as a way of finding your, your base or your foundation. So I think faith is, is a way that personally I find that balance. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. As a matter of fact, um, faith and, and being connected to uh, your faith is one of the most effective um, coping strategies for people that are dealing with mental illness. So that's a great strategy. So we appreciate you sharing that. And we wanna make sure that you're maintaining a holistic approach um, to how you're caring for yourself. Um, and we're, we, when you look at that, you can um, maybe over-exercise, right? And so you wanna make sure there's a balance in all aspects that you maintain good hygiene, that you're, you're obtaining a nurturing diet, that exercise, as we know, has been proven to in increase those endorphins, which are better known as those happy emotions. Um, and, and really important is maintaining accountability and support. When you begin to isolate and withdraw from the people or person that's in your life that could give you some encouragement and support, then you can find yourself going down a spiral of some more depressing feelings and more anxious thoughts. So recognize that your community, um, we spoke with a group not too long ago that it's not always about quantity. It's not about how many friends I have, how many support members are in my life. It's about the quality. So if you have one or two people that you can lean on for support that you're not only giving encouragement to, but they're also giving encouragement to you, um, then you wanna make sure that you maintain and foster that relationship. I also want to mention in speaking about that, that there's a two-way street there. So not only are you giving encouragement, but they're also giving encouragement back because we all know of those relationships that can sometimes be energy suckers. So you don't just want to have a relationship where you're dumping all of your negativity on them or vice versa, where they're dump dumping all of your negative, their negativity on you. You want that to be a two-way street where you're able to provide that encouragement and that sense of community to one another. And relating to relationships are gonna be so important um, and staying connected to people is gonna be really important, especially when many of us are staying in the homes. So just some creative ways that maybe you can stay connected to other people is one, try serving someone, you know? Um, maybe somebody in your community, uh, maybe there's uh, an elderly in your neighborhood that might be unable to get services or things that they might need. Um, maybe making yourself available to them might be one way of staying connected to your community, your healthy community. 
Another way might be like virtual play dates. Carla and I have set up virtual play dates with our children and we put them on Zoom and they just go at it. They engage in games and, and they just have a good old time and, and it creates a sense of normalcy. And so, you know, just jump on Zoom with a girlfriend, do a makeup um, hour with a girlfriend, do something, you know, uh, do something that makes you feel like it, there's, there's just some piece of normalcy to our life right now and connecting to other people. It's gonna be really important. Absolutely. And then professional counseling. These, these were a couple of questions for people who were having to hop off and go on to another Zoom call. We do want you to recognize we at Anticipate Joy also provide online mental health counseling services. And we have a diverse group of licensed professionals that can provide therapy in the conveniences of your own home through our HIPAA compliant platform. So that can be done in, uh, on your own schedule. So it can be done in the evenings, on the weekends, and you can do that without having to go into an office. The reason, not just that we want you to know about Anticipate Joy, but we want to reduce the stigma of mental health in our society. We're doing a better job now in 2020 about talking about mental health, but sometimes we still have that stigma there. Oh no, I have a therapist. I see a counselor. This is my psychologist. And what will people say about me if they know that I'm going to counseling? We need yeah. to sometimes do an honest check, look in the mirror and say, I don't have to have a severe mental diagnosis to be seeking professional therapy. Yeah. And I think one of you the guys talk a little bit about that whole um, superwoman um, scenario. A lot of us feel like we have to do everything. Um, yeah. We have to be on top of everything. And right now with everything that's going on with COVID-19, you're not going to be able to do everything. You may not be on top of everything. And, and how do people deal with that and understanding and feeling that you're not, um, it's not an incompetency or anything to do with them. It's just the situation that we're in. Well, yeah. I can speak personally, um, just to give you a personal example. Um, I, I do tend to like things somewhat organized and the reality of that with, uh, everyone in the home all day long is, is sometimes impossible. And so it's allowing grace for my own self and saying, maybe I need to lower that standard just a bit so that I recognize what's more important. Is the relationship more important or is having everything organized in an order more important? And so we need to put a value on what is it that's causing us to be the superwoman? And what are we allowing to fall by the wayside as a result of us trying to be superwoman? Um, because sometimes it can have more ill effects on us than just allowing things to be, whether that's tidiness or um, attending to every single need of people. Um, and we have to be able to say, I can't have that savior complex. I can't fix everything. I can't control everything. I don't have the solution for every situation that's going on around me. And I have to be okay with recognizing that things are a little bit different now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, reality, and I just want to say for our veterans, we know that the VA is doing uh, telehealth. In fact, that's pretty much the only way that they're doing their mental health sessions now. So, and you can get that on my health, on my VA health or my health VA, uh, check it out. I hope I'm saying it right. My Health VAT. Am I saying it right? I think it's My Health VA. 
Why are you laughing? I think she said, I'm not sure. I read her lips and she said, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. But VR, you mentioned a great resource. The, v, the VA does have some great resources and, they, and you're right, mm -hmm. they should turn to telehealth. Um, and I wanted to kind of mention, if I can, VR, just a few more um, resources that are available to um, veterans that, um, that you want to kind of be aware of as an addition to what's being offered at the VA. The Cohen Veterans um, Network they're offering free and virtual mental health services. Um, and then also Headstrong is offering uh, services to families as well as veterans, um, free mental health treatment online. And then also Vets for Warriors. They, that's a um, 24 hour, seven days a week um, network. It's a support network. So unlike the other two that might offer you online mental health counseling with a licensed professional, this particular mm -hmm. one is going to be a support group, but still nonetheless a great resource for someone who might need to just talk to somebody, maybe even in the middle of the night when they're just, they're just struggling with feeling alone um, or, or worrying about their job and their finances. So that, those are just some of the resources we wanted to make sure we pointed out to the federal population. John, that's very important. It's My Health E-Vet, My Health, the letter E, and then Vet. And um, you can go on there and you can actually get into your, your VA files, but you can also schedule appointments and get more information about what's available because we do know that a lot of our followers are veterans. So we want to make sure that they know. And then there's also a crisis health line that is 24 hours. So if you're feeling stressed out, you wake up, you can't sleep, you don't have to feel like there's no one you can connect with. You can, in fact, reach out to somebody 24 hours. So we wanted to make sure that we're able to do that. Hey, but VR, that number is 800-273-TALK. That number that you just referenced, that crisis line, is 800-273-TALK. That's awesome. 800-273-TALK. That's easy to remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We want so to I know give an opportunity. Stress, uh, uh, stress yeah. can make you not be able to sleep. So if you're waking right. up and you can't sleep and you're just feeling stressed out, there's someone you can reach out to. Absolutely. So Go ahead, Carla. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just wanted to see if there's any questions or perhaps you have some additional resources. We want to make sure those are made available. We have found as clinical psychologists that some of the most wealth of information comes from group therapy or comes from an although we're not doing group therapy here, but really having an interactive talk. Um, sometimes it's the participants that have some of the greater resources. So if you have that information, we'd love for you to share that as well. Um, but we also want to open up for any questions that maybe you have that we did not address or answer tonight. I'm sorry, this is Jeanette. I actually missed your uh, contact information. I'm sorry. That's okay. You guys, can you put your contact information in the chat room so um, they can kind of cut and paste from there? Absolutely. Yep. We can do that. And it's anticipatejoy.com. And we'll make sure all of that information is listed there for how you can reach out to us. 
Okay, I do want to say we came up with this session because it was a recommendation from another session. So we don't want to be online doing things just for the fun of doing them. We want to be online doing what the women feel like they need um, in order to be successful. So if you have other recommendation, if there's a session or some information that we haven't presented, you know, please let us know. We still want to do these every Thursday. We're planning for next Thursday now. So if there's something you want us to touch on or talk about or someone you want us to engage, please let us know. Also, we will be launching our Monday morning message on Monday, April 27th at 10 a.m. Congressman Vesey and Councilman Thomas will both be talking to us about what Congress, as well as what the city of Dallas is doing for small businesses is going to be an amazing information session. So you wanna jump on and get that information so that you know all of the resources that are becoming available for small businesses. And as we know, that money ran out just 14 days in. So if you did not get to the table, this is your opportunity. And there are several different tables now. So you want to find out where all those resources are. And again, that's going to be our Monday morning message, Monday, April 27 at 10 a.m. Wonderful. And I just typed in our, uh, our information there. Uh, over in the Zoom chat. So that's available there. Got it. Well, VR, it was a pleasure. We just thank you so much for um, asking us to come on, be a part. We've had many wonderful conversations in your office. And oh, it's yeah. So great to connect <laughs> all of the ladies that you've had an opportunity to serve. And any questions you have, please don't hesitate to ask us. But we hope that these tips and some interactive conversations can really help put mental health in the forefront. Kind of think about it like this if you had vision problems, you would definitely go to the eye doctor and begin wearing glasses or contact lenses. And we want you to think about your mental health in the very same perspective that our mental health and our well-being is so important. And we don't wanna wait till we're on the very last thread. We wanna address those issues proactively and make sure we're receiving the services that we need in a way where we can feel vulnerable, create trust, and begin to ultimately live our best lives. No, I, I wanna thank you ladies for coming on because the bottom line is exactly what you just said. So often when we think of mental health, we think about it in a negative perspective. We have to realize it's just another area of our health that we yeah. need to address. And those chemical imbalances are real and they have real effects on us. And if we're experiencing that, we need to seek out help and get the support that we need. And I, I can't think of anything better when you can just have somebody sit down and listen to you talk without butting in and giving you all kinds of unnecessary <laughs> and unsolicited advice. They're just gonna sit there and listen and go, mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Tell me more. Well, how did that make you feel? You're like, okay, okay, I can do this. And you get an hour of just going on about you. I mean, how special is that? That someone's going to sit and listen to you for 30 minutes, an hour, and all you're going to get to talk about is you. What are your issues? What are you feeling? And for once, uh, and for a lot of people, maybe for the first time, someone's actually just listening to you. Not trying to respond to you, but just listening to you. And that's so important because I was listening to something that Oprah was talking about. And she said, one of the things that she learned throughout her whole career is that people want to be heard. You're right about that. People want to be heard. And they want to know that people are listening to you. 
And so mental health, those counseling sessions, and even those group sessions really meet that need for people to say, someone's listening, someone heard me. They may not agree, but they validated that what I said and what I felt, it's mine, it's real, and it's important. And I thank you ladies so much for coming on with 729. If you guys want to give a last little shout out or a last little comment, you know, please take this last minute to do that. And we are going to do nothing but anticipate joy. Boy, that's great. That is fantastic. <laughs> All right. If you guys don't have any other comments, we're going to close out the session. Uh, please, we're going to look to see if people were telling us they were having difficulty. As I said before, we had about 50 people sign up. Um, and I think uh, as uh, Dr. Carla, Dr. Evans had problems getting on, other people may have had problems getting on. So we just want to make sure we rectify that. All right. All Thanks right, again, ladies, have an amazing night. Thank you. You too. Bye. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks again. Bye-bye. You're welcome.